You're listening to Zen Sandwich, a podcast that inspires thoughtful people like you to live in the moment, be mindful in a realistic, achievable way. My name is Mark Reed. I've been a college professor and a lawyer. Now I make handmade paper in Japan. Twice a week, I bring my research and thoughts or sit down with coaches, authors, and entrepreneurs to talk about their process. What lessons do they learn along the way and how you can make an impact in your world? Hey, here we are. My guest today is Bad Brad Berkwit. Now, where where to even begin with Bad Brad? Well, he's uh, he's currently the CEO publisher of the Ringside Report, an online commentary site that had its origins in boxing, hence the name, uh, but has since expanded to cover politics and other social commentary. They still cover boxing too, of course. Uh, it's it's referred to often as the the heart of boxing, but even if you're not a fan of that, check out the site. There's so much more there from uh, film reviews, TV reviews, politics, as I've mentioned, uh, articles on mental health issues, art. You can even catch a classic song of the day. I mean, the site's chock full of stuff. You'll find something entertaining there. Trust me. That's ringsidereport.com. Uh, he is also the host of the extremely popular podcast, The Bad Brad Berkwit Show. He has interviewed the likes of Mary Trump, Anthony, uh, Mary L. Trump, I should say. There you uh, go. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I listened to the episode. I remember. She, let's put the L in there. Uh, Anthony Scaramucci, uh, Golden Globe and Academy Award nominee, uh, Eric Roberts, and countless other big names. But, uh, but let's back up. Before all of these contemporary successes, Brad served our country in the Navy for 20 years, lived all over the world. Prior to that, he was a pugilist himself that's a fancy word for boxer if you don't know in the uh the early 1980s he has uh always been a proponent of giving boxers who who don't necessarily receive a lot of attention their their due moment in the spotlight the credit they deserve and i love that um he's an author he wrote the highly acclaimed book boxing interviews of a lifetime recounting interviews with fighters and famous uh fans alike from uh george foreman to buddy hackett he has been an actor in film and TV, including HBO's Veep and House of Cards. He will be inducted into the Florida Boxing Hall of Fame this June. I know, I know that's a big honor. Oh, that's a big honor. And, uh, folks, today on the program, I have a modern-day Ernest Hemingway here, a, a passionate, adventurous, creative soul. Welcome to the program, Mr. Forget About It, Bad Brad <laughs> Berkwit. Thank you. I'll send you the check for that opening. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest Hemingway, that's the first. Only thing I would add to that is I don't own all those cats because back in the day when you go to Key West to his house, they had like a million cats. And I'm actually, I love cats, but I'm a dog person. But yeah, uh, I've, I've it's, been there. It's an honor. It's an honor to be you're all the way in where you're in Japan, right? Yep. I'm in, I'm in Yamaguchi, Japan. I do want to do a, a kind of deep dive into your life philosophy and, and what keeps you going. But first, I'm going to be a little selfish, uh, and I, I want to tap into your expertise on two topics that we have a mutual interest in. But I, I, I think you're an expert, and so I, I'm going to, I'm going to tap your brain here uh, with a like a fast five, rapid fire. Are you ready? Go. Greatest heavyweight champion of all time. Joe Lewis. Uh, number two, pound for pound, best boxer of all time. Is it? Oh. Is it Mayweather? He's the most accurate and best defensive, but he can't okay. knock anybody out. Okay, so I'm going to answer your question. I'm going to answer your question with a question. You said, okay. is it Mayweather? I'm going to say to you, is the Pope Jewish? 
We know the <laughs> we know that the Pope is not Jewish. So the answer is no. Greatest pound for pound fighter ever is Sugar Ray Robinson. All right. Well, who's your favorite boxer? He was actually my very first interview I ever did when I started in the business in 1997. Right out the gate, I got to interview him. Greatest junior welterweight champion of all time. He was WBA and the IBF junior weight champion of the world. Aaron the Hawk Pryor. I know you're a movie. You're him. a movie buff. <laughs> ah, forget about it. <laughs> I know. Forget about it. Me too. Now I actually Mike can go toe to toe with you a little better on movies, but uh, I saw that you was answering all my questions. I was like that. That's cool. But my personal favorite, greatest movie of all time, and it's funny because I turned Debbie on to it. She had never seen it. She heard of it, but she never saw it. Is The Godfather, the first one. Oh yeah. I like the uh, second oh. one is my number two, but number one, The Godfather. But I'll, I'll narrow the focus down a bit. Uh, I love Martin Scorsese. Oh. Best, best Scorsese movie. How am I Goodfellas, funny? You're gonna... <laughs> how, how am I funny? Tell me. How am I funny, Henry? Tell me. How am I bleep funny? Do I amuse you? Of course, Goodfellas. <laughs> Goodfellas. Yeah, I, uh, Goodfellas is hard to argue that. Well, but, people uh, would get I... mad at me and say, how are you not saying Raging Bull because you're a boxing guy? It's a great movie. But my, my favorite genre of movies are mafia movies. You know, yeah. you can go back to the 1970s when he directed De Niro for the first time in Mean Streets with Harvey mm -hmm. Keitel. That's a great movie. But it Goodfellas, sure hands down, Goodfellas. Yeah. Yeah. The music, the acting, it was cast beautifully. Uh, what uh, what movie have you seen the most and you could still watch again? Oh, I already answered. Godfather. <laughs> Godfather, okay. Godfather. Number, one, okay, 1A, Godfather, 1B, Scarface. There you go. That big Lebowski for me, man. I can watch that. Oh thing. God, classic, <laughs> classic, man. That's a great movie. Somebody that follows me has their picture as the uh, is the character that Jeff Bridges played. Okay. Oh, uh, all right. I uh, I could go on and on. We could have a whole show just about doing sure that. Can. We'll have honestly. to redo another one. Yeah, we. Well, <laughs> you're already invited for a second uh, episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, but your your personal story is too interesting to neglect. Let's uh, let's go back to uh, you spent 20 years serving the country in the Navy. Um, I think I read somewhere you were in in Intel, right? What, if anything, can you tell us about what you did? Yeah, I mean, what I can tell you during the Gulf War, I worked for the, uh, uh, the actually out of, out of right out of the first war, Desert Shield, Desert Storm. Um, right out of school, I got stationed in Sigonella, Sicily. I got there in May and October. The war kicked off. And I worked for the Defense Courier Service. So I was flying, not flying the planes, but I was a passenger. I was mm. couriering top secret material, highly classified material all around. And it was material that would go to the, to the front lines and that they would use aerial shots, stuff like that, of you know, wow. what was going on. I did that. Then I went to Cuba and not, the real Cuba, not the Jack Nicholson Cuba from a few good <laughs> men <laughs> in 1995. And I worked at um, Naval Security Group Activity, Gitmo, short for Guantanamo. And um, and then Korea, I went to Korea. I worked in the SSO, Special Security Office, uh, where you were talking about Young Son. And mm -hmm. uh, finished up, after that, I finished up at the Pentagon, actually working for the Army in, psych in believe it or not, psychological operations, which wasn't <laughs> my field. I supported them, but I got to see all the stuff that they did. And yeah. I, I can't go into that, but... Right. Stuff that they do uh, with things overseas was it was pretty intense. Wow! So you you are Ernest Hemingway, man. You, not only were you a boxer, you also spent time in Cuba and uh, 
yeah. you know, he, he did, he did as well, man. There's a lot of parallels here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was, I just put a record. I want everybody to think I was a professional. I was an amateur, amateur fighter from 80 to 83 and mm. the hall of fame adduction. Cause a lot of people are like, Oh man, you going in, did you win the championship? I said, no, I didn't win the championship. I was an amateur fighter, but I'm going in the hall of fame for my media uh, covering the sport of boxing since 1997. Yeah. Uh, well, actually let's go there then. Uh, because, okay. uh, um, I know that you're going in the Florida Hall of Fame and that, as I mentioned at the, in the intro, that you like to give uh, lesser known boxers mm -hmm. the credit they deserve. Yes. Um, that, that's admirable. And uh, thank you. Why? What's your motivation for doing that? Well, let me step back out of boxing for a minute. As outspoken as I am and people that come on Twitter, you're going to see me use some. Navy sailor words when I go after you can do that like here, man. I I yeah. I click that little explicit. Yeah, button yeah, no, no, I, no. That's cool. I, 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 no, I've done regular TV. I know when I to curse, but <laughs> I use four letter words and I go after people when I think that they're wrong and I call them out on their hypocrisy. So where that ties in, I'm about humanity. So my father, God rest his soul, which I'm sure you you saw. I don't know if you mm -hmm. saw the, the clips Alvin. with him, um, Alvin. Correct. Raise me to not look at the color of your skin or your gender or any of those type of things. He raised me to look at your soul, but he raised me to look at people for people. So the thing with the, the boxers wanting them to get credit, I, I always was like that with my troops. I've always wanted people to get credit. Like with the boxers, lesser known, but people think that everybody's Oscar De La Hoya and Mike Tyson and Holyfield, right. where they made millions upon millions of dollars. And, and a lot of them lost those millions upon millions of dollars. But they're not. That's maybe 2% of the sport. You got guys that ply their trade every day, or I don't know, every day, but every time they step they're, in the They're ring, working on it Right, and day, they're working. They're, right, they're playing a trade as far as training, correct. And mm. they didn't get the exposure or the credit they did. Or they were a big fighter, but they never got the credit because they didn't win the title. They came right. that close. They made it to the mountaintop, but it didn't go over. So I wanted their stories to be told. That's the biggest thing with me with people, whether it's Alice Stewart, who you, we mentioned before we started shooting, who's a Republican mm -hmm. uh, political commentator. We're on completely different sides politically, but I got a lot of respect for her because we talked about humanity. Um, I try to find a humanity in anybody that I interview. And the guys that didn't get credit that were fairly well-known appreciated getting credit finally and the guys that really weren't well-known appreciated that someone came to them that knew the sport, never as a professional, but I knew what it was to fight. I knew what it was to train. I knew what it was to get hit in the face. I knew right. what it was to cut weight. I knew what it was to have a good coach and a bad coach. I knew all of those things. So I brought that insight, like you being a lawyer. If you interview someone that's in a legal profession, you bring that insight into the interview. So you have a, you have a common ground with them. Even if you don't agree with something they say, you right. understand at least where they're coming from. And that's really what the fighters appreciated in my case, because they said, you're one of us. Because my one question I always asked fighters was, and something that I've, I've fought for, don't think it's ever going to happen, and actually reached Senator McCain when he was alive, because he was for it, was a mandatory retirement fund for all boxers. That really touched them because it's the only professional sport Football, baseball, hockey, um, what I miss? Hockey, basketball. 
Everybody, they have uh, um, that main sports. They all have a retirement fund. Boxers pretty much have nothing. Yeah, nothing. It's a problem in uh, professional. I I don't care for professional wrestling, but I do appreciate that it. You know, I. It's not as fake as people say. I mean, yes, maybe the outcome is fixed. Oh, but, but they still get thrown a, around. That's a right. That is a yes. hell of a lot of athleticism yes. that it takes. And I Look mean, at everybody's getting, got certain. Yeah. Back surgeries, neck surgeries. Yeah. I mean, they still get thrown around by Andre. I know Andre the Giant's gone. But <laughs> you get thrown around by Andre the Giant. I mean, come on. Even though it's fake, you're still getting thrown around. Right. And not everybody right. takes the fall the right way. So that's right. Not every time. Yeah. yeah. And they, they don't have any kind of like, uh, See, they're not taking, they're not taking, oh yeah, they're not taken care of. There, there's, uh, you know, I, I, we won't go down this path, but, you know, Vince McMahon has been the kind of um, the, owner ceo i don't know what, yeah. exactly what his title yeah. or you know yeah. of wwe or whatever i mean if you read into that he's pretty much a scumbag man he uh well um, you know trump put his wife stephanie i'm not running her down but she put stephanie mcmahon in his administration i free i want to i could be wrong with her title but i think stephanie was like small business or something like that you'd have to google it for your viewers but she was mm -hmm. in the trump did pick her and it would mm -hmm. make sense that trump would get along with mcmahon because <laughs> with they're both dirty in business <laughs> Well, um, Ringside Report is not just uh, a boxing site. There's a little something for everyone there, almost everyone. I don't, I don't think Republicans are gonna like it too much. But uh, what, uh, what, <laughs> what made you, what made you branch out? What, where did you say, okay, I'm gonna make this bigger than boxing? So Republicans may be surprised because my marching orders in January were, we're gonna cover President Biden, but we're gonna cover him fairly. If we, because I just had an article up, one of my writers thinks that he made some mistakes on, on, uh, I forget what it was. I don't want to misquote her, but uh, um, Nikki wrote about um, something she didn't agree with on President Biden. Difference is, I took shots at Trump. I call him uh, traitor in chief, bunker, bunker J. Trump, all those things. And the reason why, and people say, but Brad, you're a legitimate journalist. You really shouldn't do that. You really shouldn't do that. But here's my thing the reason why I did it. When he stood at that bully pulpit for four years and disrespected me, not just me, the whole United States, but me personally, I had no more respect for him. I served under Reagan, hmm. uh, Papa Bush, Bush, right? President Clinton, President Bush's son. Hmm. I didn't agree with all of them, Democrat or Republican. I didn't agree with all their policies, but I always respected them and I always respected the office. I have always respected the office until Trump came in and defecated on the office. Yeah. So he took it from the Oval Office, I mean, took from the White House to the QVC House. So <laughs> that's a long dissertation on why Republicans should check us out. But I want people to know that we will cover this administration fairly. Okay. Yeah, I, if, they I, mess, I can... if they mess up, if they mess up, they're getting all politicians, Mark, in my opinion, Democrat, Republican, or independent need to be called out, period. No mm. matter if we like them or not. So in answer to your question, and go back a little bit. It was boxing originally in 2004. But as the years went on, I became like in the top three boxing websites uh, in the in the world, but mm. boxing is a niche. Right, I'm not a niche. You can't put me in a box. I'm I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I've never been a person you can put me. That's obvious. In one box. What's that? I said that's obvious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So, I love reinventing. I love going bigger and bigger and bigger. I just I've talked about this on my buddy Kevin uh, Rankin's podcast, All Access Live. Uh, Last week, he said he's the drummer for a flock of seagulls. So I said, I, I don't, it's not that I'm really political, but Trump 
made me political yeah. because I couldn't I mean, stand by with all right. Of the, right with Charlottesville and kids in cages and and uh, military people are losers and suckers. So we started covering politics. Then we started covering entertainment. Then we started the last part that you had said about mental health issues. I had picked up a lot of writers that were going through a lot of stuff personally, whether mm. it was rape, whether it was um, uh, being molested, whether it was being bipolar or whatever, it, whatever it might've been. So I wanted to give them a platform because I said, if you can help just one person with what yeah. you say or what you write about, you made that difference in the world. So I opened it up to create more of an online magazine so there's something for everyone because i used to get mad my, my graphics guy just changed my banner and it, it flashes everything that we cover pretty much political it'll start out with president biden and vice president harris then it goes in entertainment then it goes in the world news and stuff like that. so we cover everything but my last banner had boxing so everybody got caught up and oh it's just a boxing site it's really not it's now it's it's everything right. and people are seeing that so that, that's where we're at now. We're an online magazine. And I appreciate that you had, you had mentioned that earlier, that we cover all these things, because I don't want someone to say, oh, it's just boxing. Oh, it's right. definitely boxing. We're, we're known as the heart of boxing. I'll never walk away from boxing, because that's what, where I made my bones. I love the right. sport. But yeah, it's well, an online magazine. Right. That's what I was trying to convey is that like there's even if you even if you didn't like boxing, there is plenty there that will interest you. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff there. There's, uh, music, film, all of it. Um, you said something that's a good segue to the last thing that I, I do. You said something about uh, the writers that you have. Uh, you, you know, if you can help somebody, if, mm -hmm. even if you just help one person, you know, yes. you've done that. Uh, you know, that's a good thing and you want to be a part of that. That is a perfect uh, segue to what I do at the end of each episode is I have a, uh, a segment that I call Five Minutes Zen where I give the listener something real something practical that they can think about or they can do uh, nothing heavy. Uh, I don't tell them to go join a monastery or, you know, meditate for five hours a day, just down to earth on a micro level. What can you do to make your world a little bit better? Okay. So in your case, all right. In your case, I want to ask you uh, about a quote that you have on your site. Mm -hmm. Every act of kindness mm -hmm. is a little love we leave behind. Correct. I love that quote. Uh, that's something I definitely promote here. Kindness and love and, 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 sharing that with other people can you expand on it where did you get that quote what's the context uh you know other, other than forget about yeah. it that's kind of the other quote <laughs> yeah, forget quote. about it but yeah that's <laughs> my other one it really again it goes back to mark it goes back to humanity opening the door for somebody smiling at somebody before we had to wear a mask where they can right. see your smile um saying good morning good afternoon mm. good evening you know realizing that People from all walks of life, whether they're from abject poverty to, and I've been around people from abject poverty to the wealthiest of the wealthiest, that everybody goes through something. So any little yeah. thing that you can do, little any little, and, and the thing is, it's free. It's free. Yeah. You know, that's, it, that's it really thing. is. You, you know, people can donate money and, and that's great. And, you know, I, I love people that do stuff. You and I have another thing in common, by the way, I just thought about it. You love dogs. You love animals because you oh, had yeah. something about rescue or something like that right yeah 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 that's I the saw closest it. i've got come to going going viral i had like a, a seven thousand likes right over well, a thousand for, right for example stuff. that that was that was an act of kindness we had both of our dogs santino corleone 
which that's you know who that's after. <laughs> the Godfather, right? Of course. <laughs> right, exactly. Godfather and Bella Dawn, they were both rescue dogs. They were both rescue dogs. We could have right. went to a, you know to um, the pet pet smart and got a puppy. We wanted to do a rescue. So it really, I would tell your viewers, I would say to your viewers, I mean, just very simple. Listen to somebody. If somebody's going through something, just listen to them. Because what we have a tendency to do as human beings when we get lost in ourselves sometimes is talk about ourselves. I love right. people that, you know, the, the person, the guy or the girl that calls you and they say, hey, Mark, how are you doing? And you start to tell them and they go, hey, did you know this, 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 this? And you're like, <laughs> I didn't even finish telling you I was doing, which, right. you know, they really weren't trying to. It was it was BS. They weren't really asking how you're doing. They were just mm -hmm. checking the box to tell you about themselves. And. I've always been a person that I really I care so much about people. I have such empathy um, mm -hmm. and compassion for people, for things that they go through. Um, that that's where every every act of kindness is a little love we leave behind because I really think, and, and I'm I'm not I'm not uh, um, all we need is love. I even though it's nice the Beatles, yeah we do need love, but we need money too to pay our bills. Go and tell the electric company I love you, but I can't pay this month. They shutting your power off, so right. we have to be realistic too. But I I've said this to Debbie so many times. If we if the world could just do I, I can't even make it that small the most whatever point zero whatever <laughs> just a little bit of kindness every day the world could be really a much it's never going to be perfect because i'm a realist but it could right. be so much better man you you fit right in here it's in sandwich dude <laughs> that's <laughs> i'm preaching that all the time you you talked about something else earlier uh, in that uh too about listening to people you know I, I i talk a lot on the program about living in the present moment as much as possible as much as reasonably possible i mean you're going to think ahead some and you're going to look back at the past some but you know trying to be present and uh part of that is the the keyword the buzzword you said was listening mm -hmm. listening to people yeah, I think a lot of people get wrapped up and they're already thinking about what they're going to say next or, you know, they're thinking about, you know, and they don't actually take the time to be in the moment and just listen to what the other person is saying, mm -hmm. what, you know, and I think that goes a long way, even just that little bit of kindness. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, Johnny Carson, to me, was the best of the best of interviews. Okay. I didn't like Jay Leno because Jay was a comedian and if he had on Rodney Dangerfield you let Rodney Dangerfield go you let Robin Williams go you don't try yeah. to out funny especially Robin Williams Robin or George George Carlin you don't try to out funny these guys are brilliant you're there to rein them in some when you have to because you got to get a couple <laughs> talking points out but right. Johnny always let his guests tell their story. Burt Reynolds, who I mentioned earlier, was one of the best guests on Johnny Carson because they, they were uh, kibitz back and forth. You, you as an interviewer, and you are, you have to listen to your guests. Now, when I have political people on, yeah, I get my talking points out. Absolutely, because I'm very passionate. But I want to hear what they have to say. Now, I may make some strong points afterwards, and my voice may be a little bit louder because I'm a New Yorker, but <laughs> you have to listen to what they say. And the boxers used to say that to me too. They said, you know, and, and you got to ask, you, you need to, um, kindness too, honestly, 
is doing research for interview. To me, that's kindness. You showed me kindness by saying, what's the name of your website? I mean, I've done interviews where do you even know who I am? And I'm not claiming that I'm that I'm, I'm Brian Gumbel because I am not. But I've had people that don't. I do my homework. Yeah, me too. I, 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 I do a to. lot of research. But you get people come on and say they can't pronounce my name right. And the thing is, if you can't <laughs> pronounce my name right, watch clips of me or an interview to say Berkowitz, not Berkowitz or Berkowitz. Or, right. Even though you can get nervous in the moment, I've had people, you know, that's fair. But they don't even know how to say my last name. I've had people do reviews of my book that spell my last name wrong. <laughs> By you showing me respect, that's kindness too. I mean, that's, that's yeah. your job as an interviewer, but that's kindness too. It's kindness that you care enough about things that I say that you asked me to come on your show because maybe somebody will hear something that I say or you said. You know, you had you had my my writer on my buddy, Radical Rhymes, the other day. One of the brilliant, brilliant yeah. artist. He also talked about his demons. Mm. That's a good thing. I, I encourage that. If one person listened to Rad, because he got over, like you said, 70,000 followers. If yeah. one person heard Rad and he could help them, that's a beautiful thing. That's kindness, brother. That's he, he did. Yeah, he did. The uh the response to that that uh episode was was mm -hmm. pretty powerful. It was it was yep. very very positive. Though. Yep. Um awesome. Well well, Brad, you're not bad at all, man. You uh, <laughs> you, uh <laughs> you seem like a gentle, warm hearted soul to me, man. We're we're gonna give you a, a new nickname. Uh well, welcome to the program, Benevolent Brad Berkwit. <laughs> Well, you know what's funny? Well, it's, 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 well, you take out the brand, my middle initial is D for Daniel, but okay. So there you go. You still got, you still got the B in there. That's cool. Yeah. I can take that. <laughs> I'll yeah. put over here. <laughs> benevolent Brad. Uh, there you go, well, Benevolent Brad, what, what do you got going on these days? I know you just interviewed Alice Stewart from uh, CNN. Uh, where all can people find you and uh, yep. what should they look for next? Okay. Well, let me answer your, your first part of your question. Tomorrow on the Bad Brad Berkwood show, I'm interviewing a Democratic a political CNN political commentator and the co-host with Alice on uh, hot mics on the left and right. Obviously, she's on the left because she's the Democrat, Maria Cardona, who's uh, okay. very well known, a lot of government service. She's my guest tomorrow. So if you go to Ringside Report Web TV channel is my YouTube channel name. Um, all my content is there, boxing stuff, all of my shows. I'm getting ready. I'm going to give you an exclusive. I haven't told anybody this. Nice. I'm getting ready. I'm in pre-production. I'm getting ready to um, shoot two new shows. I'm glad that you asked this question. You're going to get this exclusive. The first nice. one is going to be called Bad Brad's Thoughts. And that's <laughs> going to be anything and everything that comes to my mind. If I'm watching CNN with Deb upstairs, because my office is on the first floor of our house, and I see something on Cuomo or Don Lemon or whoever, and it gets to me, I'm coming back downstairs. If I had to put clothes on, I'm doing an episode of Bad Brass. They're going to be awesome. short. They're not going to be as long as my show. It's going to be like three, four, five minute top, my thoughts, and to try to get people's comments back and have a conversation. So I'm going to be releasing that probably tomorrow, starting. And also in pre-production, we I'm shooting a show called Last Stop, The Twilight Zone, because I'm a huge Twilight Zone. If you want to talk about humanity, Watch Rod Serling's, the original. Yeah. So I had a guy on my show last year named Gord Depp. Uh, it was last year? Yeah, it was last year. Gord, I think in December. Gord Depp, who's the lead singer of The Spoons. Huge band out of Canada. They had hits like Nova Heart, 
romantic traffic, old emotions, and more currently, first and last time. Gord and I clicked and we're both Twilight Zone geeks. We loved it. Nice. So I put together a treatment and him and I are going to be the hosts and we're going to be shooting that show. So to be on my channel, go there and subscribe. As Mark said earlier, you can find me ringsidereport.com. Yeah, I'll, I'll link all this stuff in the description. Okay. Yep. okay, you can find me, my team there. You can find me on Twitter, which is my only platform. I'm on LinkedIn, but I don't really use it. At, um, excuse me, at BadBradRSR. And finally, my personal website, which has all my guests and anything going on with me. When you load this show up, it'll be there as well, is BadBradBerkwit.com. And last but not least, uh, your, my book that you talked about, you can go and Google it. Best place to get it because you'll get it wholesale is from my publisher. And the name of my book is Boxing Interviews of a Lifetime. Nice. All right. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll put all that stuff in the uh, in the description, in the notes. Um, awesome. Well, that's all, folks. Uh, Zen Sandwich now has a Patreon page. You can uh, you can buy the show a cup of coffee for three dollars. You can become a supporter. I hope to stay ad free. I, I want to, you know, I want to be like NPR and just be listener supported. I um, I put extra videos on the Patreon page about uh, life in Japan. I just put one uh, the other day about taking the Shinkansen, and uh, I, I've got a couple of patrons already that were uh, that were <laughs> happy about it and commented on it. Uh, and for the month of March 2021, if you sign up for any tier level, I will send you a handmade postcard. My wife and I make um, washi, which is traditional Japanese paper. And uh, we make it all different sizes. We make stationery. We make all kinds of stuff. But we make postcards, too. And I could put an image on one side, and I'll write a personal note on the other. And I'll send it to you wherever you are in the world from uh, Japan. And uh, if you sign up between now and March 31st, any tier level, even the, the cup of coffee level. Um, that's it. That's patreon.com slash sandwich. All right. Benevolent Brad. Thanks again. You're <laughs> awesome. <laughs> hey, brother. I appreciate you having me on. And uh, let's do it again soon. Like I told you, we'll talk offline. But uh, of course, tag me when, when this comes out. Tag me in your your stuff. Um, we'll and, do. And I'll retweet it out. And anything I can do to help out your show, let me know. And we'll we'll talk offline. We'll talk All in right. a DM or in uh, on email. But I'll help you out. I got no problem helping you out. Awesome, man. Well, uh, take care. And uh, yeah, you'll you'll definitely be on again if uh, if you're willing. <laughs> Absolutely, anytime. <laughs>